Hello, and welcome to Keeping Innovation Alive, hosted by Bill Nottingham. Sit back and dive in with us as we speak with corporate innovators and founders that are driven to keep innovation alive. My next guest is Jennifer Thomas, and she played a pivotal role in bringing digital healthcare innovation to the Midwest. She is Managing Director of Plug and Play Tech Center in Cleveland and leads the healthcare vertical nationally. Plug and Play is the world's largest early stage investor accelerator and corporate innovation platform headquartered in Silicon Valley. We've seen the landscape of healthcare dramatically change over the last year due to the pandemic, and it's the startups that are nimble and able to deliver breakthrough innovation. Plug and Play connects them with corporate medical partners to help them put their technology to practice and overall improve patient care and outcomes. And with the Cleveland Clinic's global presence and being recognized as number two hospital in the U.S., along with best-in-class care at university hospitals, the Metro Health System, and Lewis Stokes VA, it's clear why Plug and Play sees the opportunity for success. Thanks for joining us today, Jennifer. Thanks, Bill. It's great to be here. Can you share some background on yourself and how you landed your role at Plug and Play? Sure. It's actually a really great story. When I worked at Digital C, Digital C had an interest in finding a space where people could come and co-work together. And I took a trip out to Silicon Valley to look at various co-working spaces because they they pretty much had the best examples out there. And went you know, kind of all the way up to Redmond and uh, Sunnyvale, I stumbled upon Plug and Play. And Plug and Play was not really a co-working space, but it was a model that I had never seen before, where startups were housed there and they were mostly B2B startups. They went through accelerators in this space, and then they were matched with their future corporate customers or the corporate customers got to uh, take a look. And once I realized this model, I thought, wow, this is amazing. You know, it's hard to be a B2B startup. It's really hard to sell into large corporate. And uh, at the time they were trying to grow their health vertical. And I said, you guys should come to Cleveland because as you just mentioned, Bill, we have health in, in almost every aspect in Cleveland, you know, kind of a global hospital, a really strong regional hospital, a VA and a public hospital. And that's just in Cleveland area. Of course, we have great children's hospitals all over the state and uh, and, and others. I mentioned this to them and they said, well, you know, we are, are interested in growing it. Um, let's take a look. So um, what I first did was brought a whole bunch of people out to Silicon Valley to view the plug and play model. And then I was able to get a whole bunch of plug and play leaders back out to Cleveland to uh, not only see what Cleveland was like, but then talk to a lot of the healthcare leaders. And they were duly impressed. Um, They had no idea of the asset in healthcare that we had in Cleveland. And so I I helped ultimately, it took a while to get it off the ground. Cleveland Clinic was a big player. University Hospital was a very important player. And ultimately it launched in 2018, at which point I helped them launch, but uh, really wasn't involved yet. And then as they were launching and getting off the ground, they asked me to come back, take a stab at leading um, not only uh, Plug and Play Cleveland, but also the health vertical and really growing it because healthcare was such an important growing industry, especially in terms of digital. So I've been there since 2019, April of 2019, and it's been an awesome fun ride. You are right in the middle of exciting healthcare startups. Can you tell us a bit about the space and highlight one or two that you believe have potential to really improve our lives? Sure. Well, we have so many startups that are exciting. And I, I want to preface this by maybe talking about the market for a second before I go sure. into one or two of them, because uh, the ones that I'll, I'll profile are uh, probably closer to home for me, but there are so many and there's a good reason. I think in the... Um, 
kind of pre-COVID were many attempts by startups and, and by people to, to, to create startups that were using digital components that would really address and transform the, the delivery of care. Um, we have a very challenging sort of setup with our healthcare system. And so there was resistance. It was hard to get into hospitals and providers. It was challenging to talk to pharma. But as COVID happened, and we realized that everything radically shut down, not only in consumerism, but in healthcare, we were pushed to the wall as a country and a world to find a better model, especially as a country, to find better ways to treat people. You know, sorry, it can't take three months to get an appointment for this anymore. Um, we want to be able to come into someone's home and treat them there where they're comfortable and safe. COVID, in a way, there was a silver lining that uh, as much as it was a tragedy, really allowed for this development and support of digital solutions in healthcare in an accelerated way. First, we saw the, the radical need in early days of COVID, obviously with telehealth or remote patient monitoring, or even with testing, right? And diagnostics, testing people for COVID. I would say that the healthcare community in general responded really quickly and also venture capital responded. And that was what really helped to fuel then sort of providers and, and pharma industry and government be able to start to access some of these solutions. So the startups now had more money. They had more talent on staff. They were able to hire, you know, sort of the right medical people to be on staff. They were able to invest to advance their technology and so on. And so we really saw startups go from a place where they were nascent. And I don't want to say all startups they are generally nascent pre-COVID to a point where now they're really, you know, knocking it out of the park. And there are so many fascinating and, and uh, impressive solutions. We're so excited to be able to offer those to the hospitals and to pharmaceutical companies so that they can address things like remote patient monitoring. You know, how do you, how do you treat someone with a chronic condition and, and be able to monitor them maybe in their home, keeping it safe and allow uh, the physician to still have access to what's going on to the patient. We're seeing trends being able to allow people to stay Stay on their medications and understand why they're on them, you know, not just take them for a period of time and fall off. And there are things called digital therapeutics as well that actually are clinically proven to kind of be a cognitive therapy that goes along with a therapeutic to really help people to understand it and to improve clinically. So we're really seeing all this uh, growth and exciting stuff at home diagnostics where, you know, you're able to treat a person in the home and um, they don't actually have to come in maybe in between OBGYN visits or in between visits for diabetes. So there are so many trends and, and cool things happening. Let me go into one of the startups that is pretty cool that we've been working with. And so just a, a little bit of a background on, on plug and play too. We do a couple of things. We not only connect our, our partners with startups, but we actually run accelerators too. And we run those accelerators on behalf of our partners, meaning they get to choose the startups that go through the accelerator. And uh, one of the startups we've been working with is called Baby Scripts, and they have been working actually closely with our partner, University Hospitals. And they're really trying to deliver this new model of prenatal and postpartum care that's transforming the way that uh, moms use technology and stay in touch with their healthcare providers. Baby Scripts is also working with another partner of ours, Roche, as well. So this is a really exciting technology. They're really, they have this like mobile clinical solution. It's a remote patient monitoring device. It's really trying to eliminate uh, maternal mortality 
and improve access to care for all mothers, especially mothers in socioeconomic categories that don't have access to care or don't, um, you know, don't immediately think they have access to care. So it's a very promising little startup there working with a couple of our partners. It's funny. I think back when we had our first child and it was the most terrifying experience to leave the hospital. And that was in a perfect situation. We didn't have any issues. So really this whole concept of care beyond the hospital sounds like a great platform for peace of mind of the parents, but really to ensure the continued best care for new babies. And and this is this is new too. And I'm glad you brought that up because it's definitely a component of baby scripts is that they're really trying to take this three-tiered approach where it's not just checking in on the mom and the baby during the pregnancy, but yes, that's an important part, but then delivering kind of this layer of educational education to so that moms understand, you know, their vitals and what they should be feeling like and what they should be doing and really then customizable content one year postpartum so that they can manage the moms after the baby's born, blood pressure, glucose, weight, mental health, even all those things encompass really having a baby. And, and as you said, in the past, moms were sent home with kind of a good luck. It's really interesting to learn how healthcare is becoming seamless between the hospital and the home. And it's really all about building the relationship and trust but now with real-time data between the physicians and patients. Well, it's been great to learn about the companies you're working with in the healthcare space, and thank you so much for joining us today. Well, thanks, Bill. It's been my pleasure, and uh, I can't wait to see you in person, and we're definitely going to be having events soon. Well, in-person events sound like a great change of pace. Please definitely add me to the list. Thank you for joining our latest episode. We hope our discussion inspired you to keep innovation alive. And if you enjoy the show, please leave us a review. We hope you join us next time.